I hear the voice of my grandmother calling me. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling. Wake up, wake up, she says, wake up, wake up. Listen, 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 listen. May the rivers all run free. May the mountains be unspoiled. May the air be pure. May the trees grow up tall. May the earth be shared by all. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling me. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling. Wake up, wake up. She says, wake up, wake up. Listen, 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 listen. May the rivers all run free. May the mountains be unspoiled. May the air be pure. May the trees grow up tall. May the earth be shared by all. May the air be pure. May the trees grow up tall. May the earth be shared by all. Hello and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Podcast. I'm Sama Morningstar, and before we get started with the t- today's podcast, I wanted to share with you a few announcements about what's going on in the Womb Centered Healing Temple. As you may have listened to in previous announcements, I've been working on the Biomystical Womb book, and that book has birthed another book, the um, Herbal Womb Wellness Workbook. And that book is now available for pre-order through Indiegogo. So I'll be sharing the links the link to pre-order your copy of that book, and I'll be sharing um podcast episodes uh, exclusively about that that book uh, coming soon. So keep an eye out for those podcasts. And I also want to share that I've revived uh, the first podcast that I created, um, which was all about sharing about my poetry. And I've uh, updated that podcast name to be writing from the womb. So there's a second podcast that you can listen to if you like this podcast. The Writing from the Womb podcast focuses on authors and poets who are womb-centered in their writing and in their writing process. So I'm sure you'll enjoy that podcast. You can find it on Anchor and all the other, um, and YouTube and all the other podcast platforms that you find this one on. And then the third thing I want to announce is that the second cohort of the Biomystical Womb Apprenticeship will be starting on October 31st. And you can find out more about that. We're super excited. We have a whole graduating class of mentors that are graduating who attended the first 13-month apprenticeship program and are graduating as mentors to support the new apprentices coming in for this second cohort. So you can learn more about that by going to wombcenteredhealing.com. And I really hope to see you uh, in one of these um 
places very, very soon. So um, those are the announcements for now. And this is for fall um, 2020. And I welcome you to the podcast and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Podcast. Today I'm super excited to have Megan Lockhart with with us here on the on the podcast. Um, I've been collab- having the pleasure of collaborating with Megan for some time now. Thank you so much for joining us, Megan. And we're super excited to announce Megan's Womb Revolution speaker series. That yours truly, Sama Morningstar here, is one of the one of the eight speakers you have in that series coming up. So I would love for you to go ahead and introduce yourself, Megan, and share a little bit more about um, the womb revolution. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Sama. It's so exciting to be here. Um, I'm really excited to be talking about this here on your podcast dedicated to womb-centered healing because I feel like womb revolution and womb-centered healing are just like such great companions and collaborators and they're working for the same mission so i'm really excited to have this opportunity um, for those of you who haven't met me yet um, my name is megan as sam said and i show up as an intuitive mentor and as an embodied activist and so those are some of the ways that i really love to show up in the world and i work um, one-on-one with women and i work in group programs with women really to support them to embody their innate wisdom and power. And I do that through so many different tools. Sometimes it comes through with yogic practices. Sometimes it comes through with tantric practices. Sometimes it comes through with different um, womb priestess practices. Um, But that's really my deepest joy. And I think the way that I show up the most is to just really support women to empower themselves especially as they're in connection to their bodies and especially as they're in connection to their wombs. Um, Which is really the inspiration behind Womb Revolution. So Womb Revolution is a summit series and there are different women who have been invited to come and speak on different topics all surrounding how they are in connection with their womb and how that connection is bringing planetary change. And so I really received this guidance um, from earth of the message I received was your most radical act of love that you can do is to land in your body, is to come home to your body. And this message had come through after months of praying of how I could really show up to help support the planet and navigating all of these changes that were happening. And the more intense that different natural disasters had been getting, what really catalyzed my prayers to get more frequent and louder was especially the Amazon rainforest and those really intense fires that were blazing through the rainforest in 2019. I don't know what it was, but it just like woke me, (laughs) catalyzed me. And I just felt like after that, I realized how being a more active advocate of earth was something that I needed to be doing. 
And so somehow that all led into this womb revolution series, which is really about empowering women to connect to their womb space and their bodies to support them to heal themselves and to heal their bloodlines and to also impact planetary change. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, what you say about, I think what you're kind of getting at is that this connection to our bodies and this connection to our wombs is deeply revolutionary mm -hmm. all by itself. Yeah. And that's certainly my experience. And I think we probably talked about that in my interview segment in this, in the summit, how, um, it creates this inner personal revolution where the fundamental belief systems in the domination-based, exploitation-based societal structures that we're struggling with that are harming the planet and that are threatening our very existence and survival here, mm -hmm. it calls all of those fundamental belief systems into question. And it we extract ourselves, you know, in order to truly be embodied, we have to extract ourselves from those systems and those structures, because we can't participate in that, in those structures without dissociating, without mm -hmm. leaving our bodies in some way. And mm -hmm. so when we fully come into our bodies, it no longer is acceptable to participate in those structures in a lot of ways and so yeah. and the more we come fully come into our bodies because even things even practices like yoga that are body-centered practices can be used to further dissociate mm -hmm. and there's a lot of uh you know teachings and guru lineages that are being called into question right now mm -hmm. because they were you know sort of bypassing and 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 aiming for some kind of ascension instead of like really coming into full spiritual embodiment here on this planet and in such a way that it would shift things here on this planet to become yeah. the heaven on earth that we're evolving towards which mm -hmm. is what the embodiment of like okay it's not about getting somewhere else and ending our cycles of reincarnation here what if it were about this becoming the place to be because we were so fully embodied and this place changed mm -hmm. and we changed as a species because we're fully embodied in spiritually and that's what the power of the womb offers us you know and so when you when you were talking about this uh how womb-centered healing temple and womb revolution revolution are these collaborators i see them as one and the same like of course mm -hmm. we're good collaborators because we're on the same journey and with a, just a different name or a different descriptor um but mm -hmm. i'm constantly sharing and writing about how revolutionary the practices that that i share and that we share about uh in the womb-centered healing temple are because it you just can't carry on with the status quo and with the same uh, structures in your life. You know, you, you have to take a stand and you have to um, evolve. And as we evolve as individuals and the more people we can support to evolve in that way, 
then that's how a womb-centered or womb revolution really takes place. And I'd love to hear your insights about that because, you know, the term revolution, you know, has, has warlike associations mm -hmm. and activism even has like warlike mm -hmm. associations where you like, you get up and you fight and you take a stand and you, you know, give opposition to, you know. And so I'm curious, um, so, so then when you put the word womb with the word revolution, it starts to like say, well, what, womb revolution, how could this, these two words be together? Mm -hmm. and, and what happens is the, the actual source of the word revolution is re-evolution, right? Mm -hmm. And you just, it's too many E's, so you take an E out and it's revolution, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> that's the source of that word. And so it's really, uh, if we, switch how we look at that word revolution can be a life generative instead of a life destroying mm -hmm. energy and that's exactly and that's how womb revolution starts to starts to work and so i'm curious what your um you know what you've gathered from the wisdom of these speakers in your series around that as well as your own insights about that like how does this womb revolution look on a practical day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I just want to, before I get into that, just witness everything you just said and exactly, that's exactly <laughs> all of those things that you've just shared is, you know, the, the revolutionary act is being in the body and the revolutionary act is being in connection with the body. And um, one thing that I wanted to share is that because when you choose to be present in your body that there's no longer an ignorance to what is there or an ignoring or a dissociation to what is there and so i feel like that's what's so powerful in because we were talking about you were talking about the dismantling of of oppressive systems in the outside world and that's what happens when you start to look into what's going on in the body and the systems in the body and what's in the shadow that when you're there, you, you can't help but see them. <laughs> They're just there. <laughs> and then, so I just wanted to, to mention that and to further get into this question of womb and revolution together. Yeah, I found it really interesting because the way that this came to me was it wasn't something that I thought. I didn't think like, oh, that sounds cool, womb revolution, let's do it. It was just these two words came to me and all of a sudden it started to take on this life of its own and it became really clear that there was this movement that was happening and there was this like energy and movement that wanted to move through and that it wanted to um, start coming through the voices of other women who are part of this revolution whether they realize it or not but that there's like kind of these you know, warrioresses of women who are all these embodied activists who in their own way of being embodied and being awoken to their womb and to their divine feminine aspect and to really what it means to, to move in this world by being in connection with the body that I just really felt like, it was like all of these women are doing this work 
And I want to kind of name that as something. It's almost like this is already happening. There's already this huge movement, movement of the divine feminine being empowered and all of these goddess spiritual traditions are being remembered. They're being reclaimed. Women are being empowered. Way more women are rising in leadership. All of these things are happening. And so it was almost like womb revolution just sort of wanted to name put a name on and draw more emphasis into what was already happening and how revolutionary that is and to offer this other narrative of what it means to have a revolution and so much of that revolution of of womb revolution is that yeah there is that juxtaposition of the well of the history historical use of the word of revolutions being about war and violence and dismantling in a really disruptive and disturbing way. And so this other narrative started wanting to be told um, through all of these different speakers. And I'm having the vision that womb revolution wants to continue to be a movement, you know, like not just stopping with this interview series, but continuing on this movement and having reiterations of it and that it's here to inspire women to see that you can make change and you can make really profound change by choosing to be in contact and in relationship with your body and with your womb. And so I feel like it's this reorientation of thinking that the only way that you can bring change and the only way that you can dismantle systems is through violence. And it's starting to reorient and say that actually because what's going on inside of you is impacting what's going on outside of you. And so the most revolutionary act you can do is you can attend to your own um, energy, you can attend to your body, you can attend to everything that's going on in your psyche. And that's actually will have a much more profound shift because everything starts energetically first. And it's only once something has, you know, an energetic current that will actually have a physical manifestation. So for thousands of years, we've been trying to dismantle, we've been trying to disturb by destroying things in the physical world. But the most powerful thing to do is to actually get to the spiritual root and the energetic root and the emotional root and to create alchemy from there. And then the physical manifestation can't help but shift because that's just the way that it works is when things shift energetically, they will shift physically too. So the whole movement is that the most revolutionary act that you can do is to get really intimate with what's going on in the inner landscapes and that that will ripple such profound change because it will ripple like because you're basically doing timeline healing you're doing timeline healing of you know your bloodlines and the generations who have come before you you're doing um, timeline healing for the generations that will come after you and it just creates these huge ripples and then it creates ripples through the bloodlines because not only are we carrying that for our bloodlines, but we're carrying it for all women too. So as we heal and as we reclaim and as we empower ourselves, that impacts women to, you know, the original women who are on this earth. And so the implications are just huge. And then you take in that a little bit deeper and it's not just about the people, but our bodies are earth. 
And so as we are connecting to our bodies and we're reclaiming our bodies and we're in awareness of what's going on, not only in our bodies, but in our emotions and in our landscape, in our psyches, that that also impacts earth. And so, you know, that's why it's so, the womb revolution is so connected to earth and how as we reclaim our bodies as women and as we um, start to reclaim our birthright as women to be caretakers and stewards and birthers of paradigms and creations that has a huge impact on what's going on at an earth level because our bodies are a mirror of earth and so that's why after praying to earth for so long of what can i do and she's like just come home to your body come home to your body because when you come home to your body you come home to me and when you come home to me because you are one cell in the living organism of my entire planetary body that when you impact change in your own body then every single cell in my body is impacted and all of the cells that create me are all of the other humans who are here now who have ever been all of the relations all of the you know elements everything is part of that and so to me what womb revolution is is it's really this radical and and radical means to get to the root it's really this radical orientation of coming home to our interconnectivity with life mm -hmm. and how when we change internally it has such astronomical ripples whether we're aware of it or not and so what really wanted to come through was you can make change by choosing to be in your body and that is a really profound difference that you can make um, and so that's really the message that wanted to come through the most powerfully is like this is radical this is revolutionary so don't minimize the impact of what you're doing by attending to your healing and attending to your nurturance and attending to being a steward of your own body yeah yeah that that's such a powerful fundamental um, shift uh, because so many of our um spiritual systems have been about getting somewhere else away from here on this mm. body in this body in this plane on this planet they've been about getting somewhere else in order to be one with the divine mm -hmm. like that the divine is somewhere else so if you mm. think about the main religions right where the divine is somewhere else someplace we go maybe after we die if we're good enough and do all the things we're supposed to do here right this mm -hmm. later on promissory note of happiness and you know whatever union with the divine something we all long for and union with our soul and our spirit and even um you know more sort of new age uh evolutionary uh, approaches have that same thing even like yoga 
some yoga and meditation practices are about ascending and ending this cycle of birth and rebirth and reincarnation, seeing that as the source of suffering. So there's this um, Mm -hmm. denigration of the womb that is intrinsic in those belief systems that say coming through the womb puts you into suffering. And so therefore Mm -hmm. the womb is the source of suffering, right? And this, and saying, wait a second, no, 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 <laughs> that's not true. I mean, that's mm-hmm. so revolutionary to say that actually being in these bodies are a huge gift. And this whole process of embodying and everything that we're learning and in, in this experiment, this human experiment, and um, it's this, th- this movement of what if we totally embody instead of always trying to get away from it, right? Mm-hmm. What if we say, well, we tried that for a while, it's not working out so great, you know? <laughs> and say, wait a second, no, I'm gonna embody and, and heal those wounds that you talk about and have this effect on the bloodlines. And it is powerful, the womb, getting, it, getting in touch with the womb. And one of the biggest um, powerful things that, that I like to talk about, which is what I hear and what some of the things that you're sharing is that it's a shift between the domination model of relationship mm-hmm. to the partnership model of relationship. And mm-hmm. the domination model of revolution is the one that says, you know, you've got the people in power that were the most dominating. Mm-hmm. And if you get stronger and dominate them, then you get to be in power. And that's the war revolution. And that's the same with a lot of activism, that if we make a powerful enough disruption and dominate the situation, then Mm -hmm. they will be forced to stop doing whatever it is they're doing and do things the way we want them to do, whether they like it or not. And that's another domination model, but it's not changing anything at the fundamental level Mm -hmm. because that's still a domination model and you have to sustain that domination over those people who don't see it the way you see it. Whereas Mm -hmm. The partnership model of relationship, which is what the womb is, I mean, the womb has amazing superpowers in this regard, because, Mm -hmm. you know, when we're in touch with that womb, I mean, one of the first things I discovered in my womb, on my womb healing journey was in my relationship with my husband and immediate, like, as soon as I started connecting with my womb, I was liberated from that pattern in the you know, male-female marriage dynamic that goes back, you know, generations in my family of the woman having to nag her husband and constantly get be on him to get him to do anything that she wants because he's not mm-hmm. really listening to her and just doing whatever he wants because he's in the dominant position in the typical relationship structure. And she has to fight and fight and fight to get things to happen the way she wants them to to happen. As soon as I connected with my womb, all I had to do is say the thing once. And even though he might not want to do it that way, six months later, he's writing the book on the thing. And I haven't said another word (laughs) because I planted the seed in my womb space Mm -hmm. and the womb has this energy of generation. Mm -hmm. It generates 
whatever energy you have there and it's deeply influential on in these in this energetic field that you're talking about and it can it it has this amazing power to we have this within us to influence the material realm mm -hmm. without dominating anything by weaving partnership by creating a pleasure filled mutually beneficial partnership relationship with every being that we're in relationship with so when there have been big changes that my husband didn't agree with at first that were really important to me that partnership became the motivating factor that he had to like he he knew he and if he if he wanted that partnership he had to make himself adjust himself to fit in it you know and he had to come into partnership with me he couldn't dominate me because i wasn't going to stand for that mm -hmm. you know he couldn't say no i want to do it my way so you have to you know give up what what's really important to you that wasn't going to happen and so yeah. and so this womb revolution when we're talking about on a global scale it seems to me uh you know it has to be a collaborative effort it's not just one mm -hmm. leader going to come along and tell everybody how they have to do it and everybody has to go along with it for fear of being you know for fear of punitive measures you know i mean it's not going to be like that it's going to be like everyone waking up to this partnership with the body which i wanted to relate to some of the things that you said at the beginning of when we connect with our body when we really come home to the body there's a a process of recognizing the possibility of of partnership with the body but oneness with the body too you know that at first it can be a partnership because we're transitioning out of these methods of healing and relating to the body where somehow we are some separate thing that's using this body as a vessel and mm -hmm. can force it to do what we want it to do that's a domination model of relating to our body and that if the body isn't doing what we want it to do then somehow it's bad something's wrong with it and we're going to go get help fixing it or learn how to fix it right so that whole approach to healing and relating to the body is the domination approach and one of the things that i notice with and i'm curious about with you and your mentoring what i notice when when people start to come home to themselves as i'm you know as they're working with me and my own personal experience working with myself is that that approach to relating to my body is no longer acceptable that my body becomes a partner and then mm -hmm. it becomes who part of who i am like it is who i am my body and my spirit my soul becoming fully uh, integrated and as i become embodied my body anything that happens with my body a pain an illness whatever it is is a divine message mm -hmm. it's no longer exactly. a uh some hindrance that that's not allowing me to you know it, it's a divine message reorienting me to a, 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 an important aspect of my path. 
and and my purpose and that's what i notice in in people who really start to come home to the body is that whole relationship shifts from dominating the body and making it do what we want mind over matter and all of that to wow the body is this incredible uh gift and resource and aspect of who i am that has divine wisdom intrinsic to mm -hmm. in its design and function and if i just can see that and interpret that and learn that then i can become more embodied and more in alignment with my purpose and so i'm curious you know i just brought it back to some of those things because that that is the revolutionary thing right there i mean how can we really be embodied if we're seeing it as some separate thing that we have control over right mm -hmm. or that we can dominate or make do what we want instead of na nature mother nature our you know the words we don't even have the right words it's our it's our embodiment it's our incarnation in as well, we are mother nature too. we are exactly it's exactly kind of what, we're soon, all the same yeah and pretty soon we're all the same and then we can't really articulate it very well um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious for you to give a jab at it <laughs> yeah you know i love that i I feel much the same um, in terms of how I connect and relate to my body and in terms of how I guide women to connect and relate to their bodies in terms of everything that happens is a message that there is an innate wisdom in every single function of the body. I feel the body is such a profound teacher. It is so wise and I feel like every single, even if you just look at it at a biological level, all of the operations and chemical responses and physiology and biology everything is miraculous and i love the body because i think about it how there are like 700 trillion cells that are all these technically independent little organisms and they've come together to create a community that creates the body and that's like how i really like to think of the body is that it's like this collective of all of these little organisms that unite for one cause and then you take that on a more macro level and you think of me as a cell and you as a cell and your husband as a cell and my husband as a cell and my mother as a cell and everybody as a cell and it's the same thing being recreated to form the organism of Gaia and so it's like this interesting thing because when you're in connection to your body then you're in connection to earth because your body is intrinsically made up of the different elements of earth and the stars you know the stardust comes down onto earth and fertilizes and all of those chemicals come into the soil and that's what our body is made of and so to me the body is incredibly wise because it holds like in your bones is you know the wisdom of the stars and the wisdom of earth and of your ancestors because the earth is made of all of your ancestors and so i feel like there's just this 
incredible way to be able to glean and receive so much guidance and so much information. So anything that happens um, in the body from a physical level is exactly that. Like, I feel like it is a piece of guidance. And then what you're saying with the, that domination model and how being in relationship with the body is the revolutionary act. I wanted to speak into that a little bit because um, it feels like when one has an orientation of feeling as if they are in relationship with their body, there's an entire paradigm shift because how you relate to your body is how you relate to the entire world. How you relate to your body is how you relate to other people, is how you relate to earth itself. And so I feel like the reason why it's so revolutionary, especially for planetary change, because I'm really interested in planetary change for the wellness of our planet and for having um, a planet for future generations to be able to thrive on. And so when I think about that model being applied at a global level, um, it's really big because when you start to reorient how you think about your body, that starts to reorient how you think about earth and it impacts your actions and your decisions about how you use water, how you consume food, what you're willing to consume and put into your body, what you're, how much, and like the energy you're willing to consume, the resources you're willing to consume. Because when we start to no longer separate our bodies from earth, but to see how we are so intrinsically connected to earth, then it can't help but change our actions on an everyday level in how we choose to clothe ourselves and resource ourselves and fuel ourselves and all of these things. And so I feel like that that paradigm shift is so revolutionary because it the, the ripples of how earth is treated are so profound and that when that domination model is eradicated and we're liberated you know as a whole species from that domination model um that there's such this like ripple effect that happens where all of a sudden resources are being redistributed and people in countries who have not had access to clean water, who have not had access to shelter, you know, who have not had access to the basic needs of life, that the more that we change how we relate to our bodies and we come into partnership and relationship and, you know, communion and friendship that I feel like it has profound ripples of all of those resources being redistributed because you start to apply the the basics of seeing how your body operates as an organism and then when we really start to see how we're all part of one big living organism and we're not thinking of each other as okay you're a citizen of canada and i'm a citizen of the united states and you're a citizen of ghana and we're starting to think of ourselves as a human species and we're starting to think of ourselves as all living organisms on earth, then I just feel like that really starts to change how the resources are allocated and how people are relating to each other 
from you know higher systems if we're thinking in politics and government and big business and corporations that when all of that when those paradigm shifts happen those people who have a lot of power to make huge decisions about how the resources are used and distributed starts to have really big impact you know it's making me think of this talk that i heard i think the the speaker was joanna macy she's written some some books um and she talked about i might be incorrect about the the name of the speaker but i'm pretty sure that's her name and she she's a scientist she studies the evolution of microbiology like she she's an archaeologist archaeologist that looks at how um microbes evolved early on before there were any mm -hmm. other there was any other life on this planet and she made a correlation she 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 looked at that and she did a whole research project on that and she noticed that microbes went through an evolutionary phase where they were over consuming mm -hmm. and bringing themselves to the brink of extinction and it was at that brink of extinction that an evolutionary shift naturally occurred within them to start to cooperate and that was the only way that larger living organisms could evolve was when those microorganisms began to cooperate and stopped over consuming each other to the point of extinction so we are a result of that and yet that process of evolution is intrinsic in us that and it, and it feels like humanity as a whole is going through that process of mm -hmm. having to come to the brink of wow are we over consuming ourselves and then we can i feel like the organisms inside of us that are, that make up our our being our physical energetic emotional being are all in cooperation and can awaken in us the importance of that in order to survive and that survival instinct is awakening in more and more of us who especially who are you know coming into this rev womb revolution awareness Mm -hmm. because all of our 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 microbiome is is affecting what we understand i mean people who study the microbiome now and talk about how important it is to have a balanced healthy microbiome for overall, overall health and well-being you know mental health and all of that i mean some say the french revolution you know was because of mold growing on on bread and certain molds were coming into the microbiome and influencing uh, how people thought and how people saw the world. And so the microbiome is very intelligently involved in our evolution and the womb and the microbiome, I mean, the, the vaginal canal has its own microbiome, you know? And so we're just this composite of all of these organisms that have figured out how to cooperate and how to be in partnership and don't want us to die, right? It's like they've been cooperating for thousands of years for us to even exist, right? And so it feels like 
we're just going through this collective evolution, repeating this evolutionary process that all of our microbiome has knows how to do. Right? It mm -hmm. knows how to get through this. So that knowing that it it uh, gives me hope in my moments of despair. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. That that you know we can nurture our own microbiome and. You know, these are some of the things that people who get in touch with the body start to realize, oh my goodness, I need to take care of my digestion. I need to take care of my vaginal health. I need to tend to my microbiome. And what we're doing is we're, we're tending to our ability to evolve as a species into partnership mm -hmm. and cooperation when we tend to our microbiome. So that's my little, take your probiotics. That's it. <laughs> so I'm curious. Eat your sauerkraut. Eat your sauerkraut. <laughs> Um, we probably ought to get wrapped up here. I could sit here and talk with you all evening, um, but uh, I'd love for you to share about how folks can get signed up to participate in in this in the womb revolution um, speaker series and participate in the uh, in this movement. I mean, I want to. I hope we get to keep doing this together for this movement yeah. because we've got these sister communities and. I know something's going to be weaving, but how can people who are new to this come and sign up and join the program? Yeah, so it officially starts December 21st, and we're going to kick off with a virtual live winter solstice ceremony. Um, it's really exciting that this is happening on the solstice because there is the great conjunction that's happening pretty much that day and in the days before where there's like actually these planetary, like these huge shifts are happening. Um, and we're, you know, coming into the Aquarian age. And so it's a, like incredible thinking about the timing of how this revolution is coinciding with this planetary change of broader revolutions taking place and on the winter solstice, um, which is a high holy day and a time just it's all coinciding so perfectly so anyways it's on the 21st um that's when you can sign up or that's when it starts but you can sign up now and then after that there will be eight conversations that you receive with different leaders who are in connection with their wombs and and in connection with their wombs and how they choose to lead in this world and um, so you can sign up for that right now and get started in this womb revolution right now. And you can get signed up at wild-moon-temple.com and then the slash revolution. And then there will be a landing page with all of the information. And when you sign up, you'll get a little series that starts to inspire you to create change right now. And so start of start, part of that inspiration is um, showing you ways that you can be part of this womb revolution movement. And so I have some hashtag suggestions that you can use on social media, like womb revolution and embody the change and birth the new earth and that you can start sharing that. And I even offer some graphics, um, social media graphics that people can use and start sharing on their social media platforms. And then I actually have a, um, recorded meditation that will support women to get um, connected with their 
you know, their, their mystical womb space right now. So starting to embody the change by being in connection with the womb. So those are, you know, that's something that you'll receive within the first three days of being signed up. And then on the 21st, we start with the series. So that is how one can join. Mm, beautiful. And we'll put the links hopefully in the, um, in the show notes, wherever listeners are accessing this. If you're accessing it on Anchor or on YouTube, you'll be able to see see the links in the show notes. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to see them in other podcast platforms as well. I think the show notes go with the podcast to all the different places. So um, we'll be sharing that. And so, and I'm looking forward to participating in, in that as well. I'm hoping to, we talked about me participating as one of the co-facilitators in the opening ceremony, which is another mm -hmm. way that this womb revolution, we're demonstrating womb revolutionary principles like we've just discussed by, uh, you know, all coming together to co-create a, um, the opening, the live opening ceremony. So um, not to be missed, uh, especially on this auspicious solstice with the grand conjunction and all of that. So before we get started on that whole line of discussion, we'll save that for another another podcast interview. How's that sound? Yeah. And, and um, I'll just remind listeners that if you want to learn more about what's going on in the Womb Centered Healing Temple, you can go to wombcenteredhealing.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there to receive announcements about this podcast and upcoming things like me being part of the Womb Revolution series and all of that. Um, so I look forward to seeing you there and any last words before we sign out? Maybe? Thank you so much for having me. And it's been such a joy. And I just really hope that this inspires women to be excited about connecting with their bodies and their wombs. All right. It certainly inspires me to eat more sauerkraut, especially. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful, um, day, evening, wherever you're at. Um, and until next time, that's all for now.